Welcome to this week's Deep Dive. This week, we have the wonderful Ashley Coletti from CommonSQ. She's a senior account manager there. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> We're excited to have you because you're actually a new addition, not just to PromoChat, but to the PromoChat family. So you're one of the people that's working behind the scenes to make sure this chat goes smoothly every week. And so far, we haven't scared you away. So that's even better. <laughs> yeah, it was actually super fun. It was my first one. Um, sort of behind the scenes on Wednesday. And I have to say my favorite part was that I could comment from my account and then like it from the Promo Kitchen account. So I just like liking my own stuff. Uh, so that was good. I know, it's, it's always fun. You're like, I am a tech god right now. And it's really, yes. you're just managing two Twitter yeah. Meanwhile, like two weeks ago, I was like, what's Twitter? But yeah. <laughs> we just pulled you right into the deep end and I love yeah. it. You've embraced this completely. <laughs> So in terms of the multitasking is it works into the tweet that we're talking about for the deep dive in that the topic the we, that we're chatting is was about leadership specifically for women. And so our tweet was real talk promo chat fam women accounted for 140,000 jobs lost in the past December. This will have major repercussions on our account economy. How do we take a proactive role in bringing women back to the workplace? And you came back with, these women are the ultimate multitaskers and time management pros. We've all learned that nine to five doesn't make sense anymore. Be open to performance-based, not hourly-based. And I think that's what everyone is kind of embracing right now is that the workplace no longer looks the same anymore. And how do we kind of work it? I think the big jump for everyone was working in an office to working at home, working remotely. And, you know, all the work from home people were already like, we've got this. Why, why do you have so many Zoom meetings? Whereas like people who weren't are like, I have to figure this out. But for women's case, a lot of them also have childcare to think about. So for you, what do you think the future of the workplace looks like to account for, you know, that this pandemic hopefully it doesn't go on too much longer, but could go on for a while where work from home, homeschooling is still a factor. What, what do you think accommodations or adoptions look like for the workplace? Well, it's a topic of conversation that I'm not so fired up about it anymore because I think we're starting to figure out how to work around it. But in the beginning of this pandemic, it was just making me feel so much rage. And luckily I was in a position and I worked for a great company that was super flexible. And my partner and I like were splitting um, responsibilities. But I saw so many women in my community and in the industry that just couldn't do their job because all of a sudden you have to be a teacher and you have to be caring for a kid. and you know, it's one thing if the, if the kid is older, but if there's, you know, a younger child and you're used to having the full day to work and suddenly your hours are getting smaller and smaller and smaller, the amount of time that you can actually focus on work. Um, it was just so frustrating. I, I've definitely seen um, a lot of companies rise up to it and understand that it's not a nine to five work envir environment anymore. You can, as long as you're getting the job done, um, then, you know, you're, you're doing the right job. And I guess, you know, that point about being the ultimate multitasker is that, you know, people, not just women, but have had to learn all these new, you know, techniques or applications to do their job from home and deal with their kids at the same time. So they're just learning to do more with the little time that they have, I think. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's also the aspect of it is 
being willing and adaptive to seeing different things. Like I've had two Zoom calls this week where there's a kid hanging out in the background. And I was like, do you also want to talk about it? Yeah, I think we're getting used to it. And we kind of like it. We get to see into people's lives a little bit more. And it's it's more humane or more human. Yeah. And I think, I hope that everyone out there is kind of understanding that ideally, like your coworker isn't two feet tall and asking for snacks, but we're okay. The snack thing is real. I didn't realize until my kid was doing virtual learning and it was like every two seconds, I need a snack. I need a snack. It's like, they can't focus on the screen unless they're eating something, which (laughs) I can totally relate to because I have a stash of treats on my desk right now, but (laughs) I mean, we all have that secret hideaway, and but we don't want yes. to share with our tiny coworkers. No. <laughs> well, that's amazing. And so in terms of like your workplace, because you work at Common Skew, who have two amazing women leaders with Sam Cates mm-hmm. and Catherine Graham. So what do you think, without having to put the caveat of women in front of it, what, what do you think makes a great leader? Um, So I think a a great leader is someone that can take a vision and make it a reality. And I know that's something that a lot of people were tweeting about during our promo chat. Um, And I think they can do this by listening more and working with their team and collaborating. So understanding, you know, true leaders are people that um, take everyone's ideas and then make them happen. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of good. And sort of communication styles as well are also important like for you and your team I mean everyone's been mostly remote at that point what sort of communication styles really helped in that way so um my my boss is Samantha Cates and she came up in the promo chat too because she's an amazing leader Uh, she's been in the industry for a long time so a lot of people have worked with her Uh, but she her and I have always worked remotely uh, because she's in Florida and I'm in Toronto and I was working out of the headquarters before uh, COVID happened Um, but I felt just as connected to her um, the way that we work than I would if she was in the same office so we have a slack so we're communicating back and forth and we have you know meetings um, like every week we have the same time that we meet and we go over things but I know that she's always accessible Um, And having some kind of communication tool that's not just email or phone, this was another topic we were talking about recently, but like some kind of messaging that you can have back and forth throughout the day really makes it feel like you're together. Yeah, you're talking with each other. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Sam, I think Sam's like, had people whispering around her because everyone was mentioning her name and sort of going like, I know it's kind of cool Sam. I told her about it after and she <laughs> she's like I couldn't get on she's like why am I so famous today yeah. <laughs> that's where you're like you're seeing the notification and you're like god I hope it's something good <laughs> I know should I open it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and then one other thing that I want to touch on you touch upon with you is that um we actually know each other through a women's leadership event. It's not the PPAI WLC Women's Leadership Conference, but it's- Which I was hoping to go to (laughs) this year or last year. I was all signed up and I'm like, oh man, but- I know, it's such a letdown. You're just like, oh, I could have been there. And like, when you see all the Facebook notifications of last year, oh yeah. Um, but we know each other through PPBC's WE event, which is Women Empowerment event. And, Mm -hmm. um, And so- a lot of people, I always get this and it drives me nuts where you get the feedback of, oh, why do women need an event like just, just for them? And, or, you know, I'm a guy, can I come? And I was like, legally, I can't say no, but why not? And so for you, like, 
what do you hear about feedback for events like that? And what is your, what's your stance on them? Like, are they valuable? Like, should we still be mm. thinking about women only events? Well, it's a tough one. So I was super standoffish to the whole idea of joining a woman's group in the beginning. Um, because, and then we've talked about this before. I'm like, how do you have equality if you're segregating yourself? If you want to see at the table, you should just take it. Um, and I still believe in that, but I've also kind of, you know, went into, went into it feeling that way and then made these amazing relationships that I don't know if they would, if we, I would have connected with so many amazing women, if it was just a regular event, there's something about it. There's a power of it. I mean, men and women are wired differently. There is the reason that book men are from Mars and women are from Venus. It was such a big hit. I didn't read it personally, but I do think often <laughs> that there's, there are some differences and, you know, when women can come together and boost each other up, um, it's, it's such a, a magical thing that can happen. So I've made so many good friends um, through that. I mean, even over the pandemic, I met a group of women online and we were, we came together because we all had kids. We were all kind of struggling and they were all like really cool leaders in our industry. And we're, we're like, this sucks. But because of that, now we've been friends for over a year and it's like, we learn so much from each other and it's awesome. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm intrigued to see how the role of women events kind of change in the future, just because I think, you know, there is that argument of like equality is important. But I also think that when you have spaces like that, you get people to be far more vulnerable and open than you would have in another location. And um, but also, I think because the majority of women's experiences during this pandemic is vastly different than the majority of males experiences mm -hmm. in this pandemic events like that or spaces like that have more validity than they would have before. Like, you know, you, you started this group just being about, you know, we have kids and we're struggling and you know, what, what about the other women's experiences for older families, uh, they're taking care of their parents, they were let go from the workplace and how do they get back in? Like so many obstacles that I think we can all work together and go forward with. Yeah, and I just hate the thought of women having to give up their career because of this pandemic or being set back because of it. Like it's, I, I wanna be an advocate for helping those women. So I think like coming together and being able to help each other out is so important right now. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And it is one of those, like, I have, I personally have friends where they have kids and they were having discussions with their partners about who leaves the workforce, like who stays at home. And that's an incredibly hard thing when a few of them were like, it makes more sense. Like, I've got a young kid, like, I need to be there. So it's, it's tough. And hopefully that our recovery from this is swift instead of slow. And, and it's just all positive, because I, I'm excited about I keep thinking about at the beginning, Harvard Business Review posted this article about how the soft skills of women, I'm using air quotes here, soft skills, but it's basically collaboration, uh, listening, uh, teamwork, <laughs> you know, the real, the real skills in life uh, <laughs> were the things that were prospering during the pandemic time because everyone needed to work together mm -hmm. without having to be the loudest or the most centered at the point. So I'm like, we have it, we're able to expand on it and we just keep going. Yeah. And maybe, you know, it's our job to start pulling men into this so that they can, you know, also experience what it's like to have this like group 
all helping each other out and boosting each other up, which is kind of like, and not to plug CommonSkew at all, but it's like the CommonSkew community, you know, like we, we really do all have each other's backs. And when you're talking about leadership, um, that was one thing that really drew me to the company is seeing Mark and Catherine are like amazing leaders. And it's because they're listening to this community that wanted to change and wanted something different. And so we've got this whole tribe that's kind of supporting each other in kind of that same way. Yeah, it is like for Common Skew, but also for so many other communities, when you are collaborative with each other, that makes all the difference. Like when you, instead of going like holding your cards close to your chest, like, yeah, like, this we're is not what I do. against each other. We can rise higher if we do it together, just like Promo Kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Ashley, thank you so much for being part of your first deep dive and joining Thanks us on the me. chat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we want to thank you for joining. So where can we find you on the internet? Oh, I'm everywhere. <laughs> and now on Twitter too. Um, I, you can follow me at CommonsHughAshley. Yeah, CommonsHughAshley on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, that's where I post most of my shenanigans. Um, I'm Ashley Kalati on Facebook. And I think I'm Ashley Kalati on Twitter. But you'll see me at Promo Chat. So just come on Wednesday. Come I'll find her. <laughs> Well, perfect. And everyone, it's every Wednesday at noon Pacific and 3 p.m. Eastern. Just follow the hashtag promo chat. And thank you to Maple Ridge Farms for being sponsors of Deep Dives and being a partner of Promo Kitchen. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.